originating from the well-armed studios of the Grey Homestead, right here in the heart of the Ozarks, this is Front Porch Anarchast. My attempt to spread the ideas of freedom and liberty one podcast at a time. For those of you who may be straddling a fence somewhere between statism and true freedom. Front Porch Anarchast. Freedom starts on your own front porch, and the podcast starts now. Well, I thought tonight that I'd take a few minutes to um, to describe what we did today. We had a really good day today. I was off from my my regular job. So it was just a day here with Jennifer and the kids, and we had we had really good intentions to get a lot done today, and we did get a lot done, but... Since I work nights and all are, I guess they're more of a mid-shift. But anyway, it's hard for me to get started in the mornings. And uh, this morning was no different. I don't even think I went to sleep until about 5 this morning. So, didn't get up and get started until about 11. Luckily, even though it's... um, it's approaching the middle of June, and we had a really nice day today. The weather, the weather cooperated. It was really, it was a sunny day, but it was not. It wasn't very hot. I'd be surprised if it even made 80 degrees today. So we were able to do a lot of yard work, which was high on the list. Jennifer needed to get some more plants in the ground. I think she's a, she's almost got. She almost has all of her um, seedlings all planted now. We were able to, um, I needed to work on the the lawnmower. It's a brand new lawnmower. It's already falling apart. But after Jennifer spent 15, 20 minutes on the phone trying to get parts for it and everything, I just fixed it. So it's not 100% stock anymore, but uh, it's definitely much more functional. Also, we wanted to build a table for the front porch we want to donate exchange voluntarily exchange things for the produce that we're growing we have a lot of greens right now that that we could be selling and we want to do it for selling or trading receiving donations for whatever the correct terminology is Anyway, we've got a lot of that, that that we could be trading at this point, but there is, um, we didn't really have a way to do it, so I built a table for the front porch. Imagine that, the front porch. And I did it from scraps. And, I mean, like, literally scraps. Scraps from a lumber yard, scraps that I just found laying around this, uh, this place that we're renting. And Jennifer was laughing at me. We went on an adventure. I can talk about that later. But I found a, I actually found a screw on the ground, and she was laughing because I said I need that screw to finish the to finish the table. So uh, if you get a minute, check out the the table. I'm gonna put some uh, pictures of it on the Facebook page at Front Porch Anarchist on Facebook. So got the table all put together. It's on the front porch now. It worked out just great. Great place for Jennifer to uh, to start selling her produce. 
even had some time this morning to to take uh, Boomer out. He was actually he was already out of his doghouse this morning. He doesn't spend much time out of his doghouse unless we're with him. As soon as we put him back in his kennel, and his kennel's a ten by ten. It's not like we have him in a little crate or something. But and there's some I, I built some shade in there for him. But most of the time he spends inside his doghouse. But this morning we went outside looking at what Jennifer had already, what she had done earlier um, in the week and last week. And there sat Boomer outside of his, outside of his doghouse. So let him out and uh, we played with him for a while. So it was really a good day for everybody. We did go on an adventure, as I mentioned. There's a... Uh, a little gas station or convenience store. It's, I don't know, half a mile, three quarters of a mile down the road. So we all walked down there. Not Boomer, but the rest of the family went on down there. And um, we bought them some sodas. They don't get to drink a lot of soda, so we thought that would be a nice little treat. And we actually sat at the community center, which in itself is pretty funny. It's a really small town, like, like, there's the convenience store, and across the road, there's a volunteer fire department, and there's a, a, a post office, and that's town. Community center, convenience store, volunteer fire department, and post office. Oh, and two churches, but I guess that is part of the community, so. So, anyway, we walked all the way down there, walked back. Kids were exhausted. We had We had supper, and then they went right off to sleep, so... So I wanted just to talk about some things that have been going on the last couple of weeks. Some things that I've seen, heard, or discussed with other people. One night last week, maybe it was this week, I was listening to, an, to a podcast, and the podcast was probably from a week, maybe two weeks ago. It was Free Talk Live, and it might have even been longer back than that. Anyway, the hosts on there were talking about principled voters who will not, who won't vote. And they, the hosts, and it was the main hosts, um, they were all bent out of shape because they were saying principled non-voters, like that's some kind of a insult or something. Not really sure about that, but principled non-voters, they're real principled, they'll that they will, they refuse to vote, but at the same time, they pay taxes. All right, so I don't vote. Um, there's a reason for it. I have, I did vote in one election one year. And now that I look back on it, I feel a little, feel a little dirty about that. I wish I'd never have done that, never had done that. Prior to that, I'd really never thought about voting, and I'd kind of worked my way up to it. I was already in my 30s at that time, I I suppose. Never really thought about voting. I mean, I understood the process and everybody saying that it was your civic duty and everything, but I kind of bought, I kind of started listening in on different debates, and and I was sucked into the whole... Democrat Republican dichotomy, and I was convinced that I needed to go vote, and I did. And yeah, I felt a little dirty now. I feel a little dirty now thinking about that. Um, 
a little ashamed that I allowed myself to be sucked into that. Because at the end of the day, whether or not my vote had any bearing on who was elected, that's that's really not the problem I have with it. I mean, you could tell me that my vote counts or it doesn't count. I don't really care about that aspect of it anymore. There are a couple of aspects that I do care about, and one of those is that, for one, I shouldn't be forcing my views on other people. And honestly, I mean, the voting pro. If I if I vote for something, I may as well be holding a gun to somebody's head to enforce that opinion of mine on them. That might be a little hard to follow, but um, if I vote to raise somebody's taxes, and that's completely simplistic here, if I vote to raise somebody's taxes, I really have voted for someone to hold a gun to that person's head and make sure that they pay their taxes. If they don't pay those taxes, government, the state, is going to come after those people. And if those people resist, then they will end up either getting caged or killed one way or the other. So, in that aspect, voting is, it's violence, right? So, on Free Talk Live, their point was, their, the point they were trying to make was, if you are voting against a tax increase, then you are actually helping people. But I, I can't even agree with that because whether or not what I vote for passes, I've participated in the process. And that was one of the problems they were having there is that on on Free Talk Live is that the principled voter says that they're not going to participate because it legitimizes government, yet the principled voter will pay taxes which also legitimizes government. And I think that's a... Either they were just not really thinking it through. I, I don't want to think that they were being intellectually dishonest about it because I've listened to these guys for a long time and usually they'll admit when they're wrong. But how is, how is my being forced to pay taxes legitimizing government. I mean, I guess I could do like these guys did and try to make a church for myself and roll all the business dealings up into the church and have the church to own all the property. And that way that I wouldn't have to pay taxes yet. I also wouldn't have to worry about government agents coming and sticking a gun to my head for not paying those. But I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna jump through all of those hoops for government. I I go get a job, a regular job, and government forces my employer to take a cut of what I make, add it with a cut of what the employer makes, and pay that to government. And if we don't do that, uh, there's some serious consequences there. So I pay those taxes. I don't do it willingly. I don't do it with, I mean, there's no consent there. It's I, I need 
I need an income, so that's the only option I have at this point. Now, that being said, if you want to come buy something off my front porch, message me, I'll give you the address, or you can order something off of our uh, off of our Facebook page Gray Uncommons and you know, you can help me you can help me avoid the state and the taxes that come along with that if you if you do so. But I don't consider that legitimizing the state or even supporting the state. I don't see it any differently than I would a mob boss sending his enforcers to my place of business and telling me that I either have to pay up or they're going to burn my place down. Well, if I pay up, am I supporting that guy? No, I don't think I am supporting him or legitimizing him. Supporting financially, yes. I mean, that's what's happening. Am I legitimizing what he's doing? No, it's I'm not I'm no more legitimizing government than I would be if someone you get out of your car and someone sticks a gun in your face and tells you to give them your wallet. Are you legitimizing this person's claim of authority over you? Of course you're not. I mean, you're you have a gun shoved in your face. I mean, at that point you're done, right? You don't even have time to draw on the person. And then it's just in bad taste to shoot somebody that's running away from you. So, I mean, do what you think you need to do there. But I just, I fail to see how someone stealing from me legitimizes their enterprise. Like, if I go to work and I come home and somebody has broken into my place and stolen stolen all of my stuff, so now I've legitimized them? Yeah, I think those guys, they really, either they really didn't think it through... Well, I mean, there's no other there's no other option there because I don't believe they were being dishonest. So they must just not have been thinking it through. And that's where I, that's where I stand on voting is that if I help make the decision, I'm I'm legitimizing the decision, no matter which way that goes. One of the hosts, someone said, and that I think it was that same podcast. A caller said something about electing these people were elected and, and the host was quick to say, oh, I didn't elect those people. I voted for so and so. I don't even know who he was talking about, but it doesn't matter. True, he didn't vote for that person, but yes, he did help that the person get elected. If there had been no vote, that person would not have been elected. Another way that I look at it is if I'm with a group of people and they decide that they're going to all decide where to go out to eat. So they all take a vote and then it comes around and, and it may be officially called a vote or they may just say, hey, where do you want to go? And at that point, I mean, I've got I have some eclectic eating uh habits, I guess, I would just decline and say, hey, you know, you guys eat whatever you want to, you know, I'm going to do my own thing. And I'd be done with it because I feel that if I say, oh yeah, I heard somebody say that they wanted to go to such and such place, 
that's where I would like to go. If I say that, and then ultimately the group decides to go somewhere else that I don't want to go, now I'm sort of obligated to go as part of this group because I bought into their group decision-making process. And I guess some people wouldn't have a problem with, um, they wouldn't think it was immoral or unethical to just say, hey, I'm taking my toys and going home because I don't like the decision you made. I would just bow out before and just say, hey, you know, you guys do whatever you want to. Kind of going to do my own thing here. Now, if they decide that they're going to go somewhere that serves the kind of food that I want to eat, I may go ahead and just tag along. And of course, I would completely pay my own part of the bill. You know, I don't have any problem with that. It's just I don't want to I don't want to participate in the in the decision making process and then scream sour grapes and just go home and not follow through with that. So it's kind of my thoughts on on voting. And again, the only reason that I was I was thinking of it this past week is because of that episode of Free Talk Live that I was listening to. I want to say it was like, I don't even remember the date on it. If it was 525 or maybe it was 6-5. If I can figure out which which episode it was, maybe I'll post that in the, in the uh, notes on the Facebook page and... In case I haven't said that, our Facebook page is facebook.com slash front porch anarchist. Wow, that's easy for me to say, huh? But I am enjoying a uh, what I call a poor man's margarita at the moment. It is tequila and a uh, carbonated beverage called squirt which is just grapefruit, carbonated grapefruit-flavored drink or something. You'd be surprised, though. It's uh, it's not a margarita, but it, it goes down pretty smooth. I think I'm going to wrap it up right there for tonight. I'm trying a couple of different new things tonight with the podcast. We'll see how it works. Different recorder and... Um, I'm just going to drop the intro and maybe the um, the outgoing message on the podcast. If you have any thoughts about that, let me know. Also, uh, I would just like to remind everybody who may or may not have listened before that uh, we do have another Facebook page called Gray Uncommons, and that's gray with an A. And that's the page that we use to sell t-shirts and vinyl decals. And the vinyl decals, they'll stick to just about any smooth surface. Uh, Like, they won't stick very well to wood. They will stick, but they don't stick very well unless you paint it first. And then they're only going to stick as well as the paint actually sticks to the wood. But they work really well on car windows and on, like, painted metal surfaces windows and houses. You can make signs out of them. Check out the Facebook page, Gray Uncommons. You're going to find some eclectic designs there, but we also do custom work. We don't actually print these. We cut these out of vinyl. So these things will not fade. They st- I say they will not. I haven't had one to fade yet. Your results may vary 
I suppose. But they they stick. They stick well. I've put some on stainless steel tumblers, and they've been on there now for going on, I guess, eight months now. They have yet to be defeated by any sort of washing. So I do the majority of my washing, hand washing, especially now that we've moved. We don't have a dishwasher, but before we did move, we used a, dis a dishwasher. And uh, decals held up really well. Likewise, with our t-shirts, we can do vinyl heat transfers, and these are high quality. After we cut the design that, that you want, we stick it on a heat press, and it melts the vinyl into the t-shirt. The so it's it's a permanent deal. It's not like it's going to flake off in the uh, in a dryer or something. It's the, the vinyl is going to last just about as long as your shirt does. But I just wanted to remind anybody uh, who's listening that we can do that. We we do have some designs. We've got like the not a cop. I uh, I like wearing that as I walk around uh, Walmart and such, wearing the not a cop T-shirt. There's some other designs uh, that we that we have made. Jennifer's also doing this. Um, She started with Grow Your Own, and uh, she's she's turned out quite a few different designs with uh, with the hook there, um, your own. So like Grow Your Own, Roll Your Own, that kind of thing. We can do those designs, or we can do something custom if you if you have something in mind. We don't do anything that's gonna cause a copyright infringement. I hate the state, and I. I hate the whole copyright law thing, but I really don't need federal or state agents knocking on my door asking me about these about trademark infringement. So we're just not really willing to do that at that at this time. So check out the page, Gray Uncommons, if you would. And if you like the uh, the podcast, uh, please give it a share. You know, if you really like the podcast, go to our Facebook page. Share one of the posts from the Facebook page to one of your friends or many of your friends on Facebook using the, the Messenger app. You know, when you click on share, it asks how you want to share it. If you could just click on the share as a message, that would be awesome. Uh, Facebook likes it when you do that. It helps us get a little more visibility. And I, I really would like to reach out to more people and, and maybe find some people who want to get engaged in talking about the ideas of liberty and freedom. And I know, guys, there's a lot of people who out there who call themselves anarchists that throw Molotov cocktails and wear handkerchiefs while they're busting out windows of Starbucks in Seattle. That's that's not what anarchy is about. That's a very small minority of people who call themselves anarchists. And that's all they're doing is calling themselves anarchists. Anarchy is just the belief in an absence of rulers. That's really all it is. It's just abolishing the state and letting people be people and interacting with others on a voluntary basis doesn't mean there won't be conflicts. There definitely will be conflicts. I would like to point at the U.S. prison system. You can see that right now there's plenty of conflicts, and that's why people are in jail. 
I don't see how it would be any worse if we were in a in a society that didn't have a group of people a thousand miles away telling me what to do, right? Let's keep it local. And I, I really think that's all anarchy is about. Keeping decisions on a um, on an individual basis instead of a group of people in a city that's, you know, a thousand miles away, 500 miles away, who really have no idea what's going on in my life or my neighbor's life, yet they're making decisions for us based on voters. Yeah, crazy world. But when I say anarchy, I'm the one that gets called crazy. All right, I'm going to wrap it up there. If you like what you've heard, maybe give us a share, give us a review or something. Not really sure how you're listening to this. I've got it out there in a a lot of different platforms, kind of switching over to a different podcast host. Hopefully you guys won't notice a difference. But give us a share, and remember that freedom starts on your own front porch. Good night.